When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Laurie and Julia show for your Thursday on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Good show lined up for you. We got a chat with the wonderful author Lorna Landvik. Chris Hewitt's gonna be here to talk movies and theater. But before we do any of that, I have to do this. Go, 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 go Molly. It's your birthday. We're gonna party like it's your birthday. We're gonna sip a coffee like it's your birthday. Go Molly. Go, Molly. How Happy birthday Molly to my baby girl who's 26 years old today. Oh, Molly. Gosh, we've known her for that long. You've we've known, known her since, since she was nine, nine or ten. Nine, yeah, nine. yes, wow. that's right. So uh, she's going to be in tomorrow. She's going to sit in on the show. Oh, fun. Happy birthday. Happy fun. birthday, honey. Very, wow. very sweet. Well, I have to say this. Uh, people who... Um, you know, if you have to be somewhere at 6 a.m. in the morning, you can really get a lot done. I pull no, up. Early? Early? I have an MRI this morning yeah. for my deranged shoulder. No word on it yet. Just waiting patiently for someone to read it and call me. Yeah. And um, I'm like, wow, people really get to work early. And the lady who's the receptionist, she says, I love coming to work at 6 a.m. because I don't have any traffic either direction. Well, that is one thing about working those early hours. Early hours. And then I'm like, okay, it's like 10 to 7. I'm all done with my MRI. Um, Now what? Now what? Oh, I went to Target. How are they open at 7? I thought they don't open till 8. Apparently it's a new thing. That is nice to know. This is a public service announcement, Lori. Julia, I I was uh, out of, you know, I mean, I had... Yeah. But I was surprised at the number of people that were there. Because I had to wait a couple minutes for it to open. Right. People were ready to shop. I used to do that when it opened at 8. <laughs> Gotta get in. Yeah. Gotta run those out. You know where I went today? Because hmm. I had an early morning dental appointment. Today. Yeah, so I you was, were getting things done. Literally and figuratively. I was. But I on the way to work, I had a little extra time to spare, and I saw uh, I stopped by the Mills Fleet Farm. Oh. By the hmm. farm. What was happening at Fleet oh, Farm? Oh, gosh. Bridles. You know, Boots. Bridal boots? No, bridles, bridles for horses. Like horse oh, bridle. you know, I like. I, <laughs> I'm like thinking, well, well, barn no. weddings, you know. No. Yeah, you can probably get some fancy doily white cowboy the boots. The garden at center farm. might open tomorrow there. It's not open yet. It's just the weather's been Target had too unpredictable. All their patio, all their outdoor sisal rugs. They had everything for outdoor living that you would want pots, lamps, everything. And they've, and is it all on sale? 
I didn't, I didn't wander over because I didn't want to be tempted. Right. I bought some outdoor furniture. I've bought a lot of outdoor furniture from Target, and I like it. Yeah. yeah. It's all ready it's to go. It's all ready to go. We are just ready for that sun. Yeah. Hello, well, sunshine. Paul Douglas said people are going to be able to have their Easter egg hunts if that's what you're doing on Sunday. Saturday and Sunday, it's going to be so lovely. It's out. going to be yeah, so lovely. Beautiful. Yeah. 71 on. Yeah. I can't wait. Saturday. We're ready. All right. So now yesterday. Um, oh, no. Let me go back. Last night, we have Marley McMillan is leaving. Is that going to be with us anymore? And she's going off to get her MBA. Uh-huh. And working with the Minnesota Women's Hockey League. And some other exciting things. And so it was a goodbye party for it. Surly, where were you, Donnie? Surly, I thought it was Dubliner. No. Are you kidding that's me? That's why no one was there. And Why? That's, right. I, I'm like, there's no parking here at Dubliner. I go in, there's like, you know, 15 people. And then I text you, I go, where is everybody? Upstairs. And I'm like, I never knew the Dubliner had an upstairs. That's why you said that to me today. Yeah. Oh, Lori, that's hysterical. The email said Surly. Wait, well, Donnie. We, we had oh, talked originally about it being the um, the last Dubliner. I heard it was at the Dubliner. Oh. Okay, that's and hysterical. And I don't read an email, so I wasn't <laughs> even at the right place. <laughs> that is hysterical. <laughs> what upstairs? Because you said to me today, I didn't know they had upstairs. Oh my! I am being I'm fifty shades of blonde this week, oh, just boy. having the realization it was Easter on Tuesday. Right. Oh my word. So, but surely, I just have to say, women. Oh, it's, it's full of guys. 99.9% men. Yeah. yeah, it really is a lot of... All ages. Yeah. It seems like... The man bouquet. It seems like there's a memo if you're in from out of town on a business meeting with a bunch of men, you go there. Surly's, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. It, That's I mean, a good... Unbelievable. Good reminder. Yes, so I'm just putting that out there for the ladies. Or, you know... Or the men. Or the men. Or there's whatever. a lot of guys there, but I went home. Okay. And um, Donnie... So is it a private room upstairs, no, kind of? or just open. It's all open, yeah. It's all okay. open to everybody. I've only been in the downstairs. I've been upstairs before. Um, you know... Yeah. Was it a good, good... It was fun. It I was met fun. three people that we've worked with forever, and I asked them who they were. Oh. <laughs> do I work with you? Yeah. Are they yes, like you up do. In we had a good conversation on the bus home from the fair, and I said, oh. well, I don't remember it. Typical. Yeah. <laughs> Is it like digital people? Yeah. Marketing? Yeah, I know their names now, too. Yeah. How long did that last? Well, Jesse, <laughs> I found out three of them live right by me. We did a map quest thing, and we all live within like two blocks from each other. It's weird. Hi, Jesse. Hi, Andrew. And hi, William. So mm-hmm. no truth or dare at the party last night. Of what? <laughs> Just no, it's, it was, it's loud. No, it's, and yeah, it was, yeah, there yeah. was a bunch of people there, but it was very, very fun. But when I went home, I watched the second episode of Fosse Verdon. And? And Donnie came in yesterday and, I, and he asked us if we watched it. And I said, did you like it? Because I watched first and liked it. And what did you say, Donnie? Mm. I loved it. Oh, I'm going to, my, my, my critique is the same thing as Colleen's. Too much jumping around in time. Back and oh. forth, back and oh, forth, no. back. I don't like that. Oh, yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I Colleen and I don't like that. Well, handling watching Who Lose the Act. That jumps back and forth in time. Not like this one. All this right. is many years back and forth, and it doesn't seem to have a real purpose for jumping back and forth. Yeah. Well, that's if you think so hard. Yeah. I didn't think yeah. that much. Well, I was okay. just enjoying okay. them falling in love. Yeah, I haven't. And I, dancing around each other yeah. and flirting. Yeah, I haven't watched it You'll yet. You'll love it, Lori. I'm sure I will. You'll I love th- it. I mean, I was so surprised in my DVR that I have a Riverdale to watch. So apparently, I you know you never saw the finale. I don't even know if it's the finale. For all I know, there's another one. I can't remember what <laughs> night that comes on. I let my DVR do the thinking. You know, you know what but I'm so saying. So when you talk about the jumping back and forth, Donnie, yeah, it does do all that. But I just, 
I don't think that hard. Well, that's <laughs> yeah. I really don't. Sometimes yeah, okay. I mean, you know, I, know. I think harder for other things, but when I'm watching, yeah, whatever. Yeah, and boy. it's really I like the dance moves. It's Sam Rockwell is mm-hmm. so hot mm-hmm. in his younger years as Fosse. Oh yeah, well he was very oh, like. Oh, is he hot? That would in be his kind, younger years. Yeah. Would that would that be worth like looking? Is there any scandal with uh, Bob Fosse? Lori, I told you we did this for vintage we did scandal. It. Oh, we really did. did it last week. Yeah. And basically, what we found out is he had he struggled <laughs> with drug addictions. You know the uppers Keeping and his the downers. Pants up. And he had affairs all the time. Yeah, he yeah. he started working in uh, clubs at the age of thirteen, and he was molested by a group of women. Okay, or wow. showed the way before okay. he was ready to be shown the right, way. Right, right. Thirteen is he very young for he that? He was married three times, and and when Gwen um, Verdon. Verdon and Bob Fosse finally split because she was kind of done with his dalliances, they never got divorced. Oh, really? They were married until he died and dear friends. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. good. Well, that was a perfect uh, one to oh, yeah. launch and in the week of that show. It's on FX. and Yeah. Nine I, o'clock Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. I enjoyed. I really just. Okay. I can't wait to watch it. Yeah. I thought it was fun. All right. Listen, we come back. It is our story. We can't get enough of Everybody, thanks, like it. thanks for hanging out with us. I'm giving Julia her hair today. It looked like, uh, what do you use? She was putting like the what? toilet and someone rubbed around the back. You know, what do you call when, so, when, when wow. somebody would dunk your head in a toilet and give you a swisher? Yeah. That's what her hair looked like. That's a great picture. I yeah. have to admit, people were looking at me funny at the flea farm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Why is it like that? <laughs> Listen, I don't know what happens to my hair when I sleep, but when I wake up, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable, and I wet it down and wet it down, and then it just goes straight back up again. Yeah. Okay. So it's just hair up day. Yeah. Short hair up in the back. But I like that you've now put. I decorated. I've got a scarf. A scarf. So yes. I, I like put Perfect. something in your hair, and yeah. I actually put on a little makeup so I could. I really some days don't. Well, luckily for you, you're in a radio job. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no cameras and they've mm-hmm. been not threatening to put them in ever. So we don't have to worry it'll ever happen. <laughs> we okay. have bright lights for a year or two in here, but those are gone. Oh, uh, okay. So this morning it was uh, before everything because all the morning, everybody, everybody got caught up at 830 a.m. because of the bar. M- the, Mueller report. Mueller, yeah, yeah, all of that. Mueller, so, Mueller's cousin. Yeah. So the uh, morning shows all got a little bit cut off, but GMA had... Um, for their spotlight uh, story, Nina Garcia, and she is the editor-in-chief at Elle magazine, mm-hmm. and she's the only judge who's been all 17 years of Project Runway, whether it's been on Bravo, Lifetime, and now back on Bravo. She's been the consistent She's been judge. the consistent one, right. And I really do like her as a judge, and I always, um, I don't know, I just kind of got it, but I totally forgot about that she had gotten... Um, a double mastectomy in and the past year. In the yeah. past year, and she sat down with Robin Roberts oh. to do the one-on-one. Okay. So let's start right here. And after making that difficult decision to have a double mastectomy, Nina, who lives her life in the public eye, had the added challenge of grappling with revealing something so private. It's February. Fashion week is about to begin. I feel like I'm carrying this big burden and this big secret. Will I look weaker to my staff? Will I miss such an important moment that is Fashion Week for me as the editor of Elle? What got you through those dark moments? Speaking to my husband first. He was the first one that said, you've got to share this. And I also began to 
you know, share it with my friends. And it all of a sudden, it was like, it was a turnkey effect. It was, everything shifted. And I felt this incredible community. It was just a sisterhood. And I had a lot of inspiration on women like you. And she really, her main thing that she told Robin is that to take women have to take advantage of the medical tests, the technology that's available to him, to and them. to them, yeah, yep. and that it's a health issue for women. And again, you know, this is another reason why, like, having access to Planned Parenthood is so important because if you don't have insurance yeah, or you're in a part-time situation where you're not going to get it, I mean, mm-hmm. this is where. This is where we were insured. Yes. Where you can I didn't get, have insurance. Yeah. No, so no. anyway, see, that was like she, that was one of the things. Right. Maybe we get that. Here we go with the next one. And now it comes full circle as Nina shares her story in hopes to support and educate others. I am in a business that it is, that is so about perfection. And it's changing. Thankfully, it's changing. I also thought it was very important to stand up and be like, you know what, we are not perfect. I think the message is the technology and the science is there. For that woman at home that hasn't had her mammogram, that hasn't had a sonogram, to get tested for that woman at home that has a history of breast cancer in their family to get the BRCA gene test. I think it's so important. It, it really is. And, you know, Angelina Jolie had the test done. I had the a double BRCA. mastectomy. Mm-hmm. I've got friends who've had it done. She also had a hysterectomy, too. She did, Nina Garcia? No, uh, oh, Angelina. Angelina Jolie, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, she, yep, went, she went full... Yep. Full on into everything. Uh-huh. So, um, and Nina Garcia, um, as a judge on Project Runway, she is somewhat stern. You know, she's very, Always but she's been. been, that's her fashion thing. But this year on Project Runway, Christian Siriano is like beyond delightful. He's taken over for Tim Gunn. Yeah. And they also, the models are all different sizes. Yes. Which is so lovely to see people who look like you. Honestly, you know I, mean? I I don't know if they had because right? I've just come back to the show after mm-hmm. not watching it, but I wanted to watch it. Mainly People but, are just think this 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 series this year's fierce, Larry. It's been really good. Okay, here's a little bit more of Nina Garcia. It's as much mental as physical when going through something like this, and to have the right attitude about it is immeasurable. The mindset of being grateful, of not being why did it happen to me, but. I am so thankful that I was able to do something about it. What did you learn about yourself? I learned that I could be very brave. I'm strong. I think the most invaluable lesson is that you've got to share your stories. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh, isn't it? You know, in, and that is so true. Mm-hmm. And that, that is something you hear all the time, you know, thanks for talking about that, or yeah. I'm glad we heard about it, this, or something. Or like even yesterday with B.B. Rexa talking about, uh, you Her know, bipolar, bipolar right. or the day before Sophie Turner plays Sansa, talking about, you know, the Her depression struggle. she had and the suicide, I mean, suicidal thoughts. It's like, you know, the more that people say that, because, I mean, it wasn't that long ago that, like, I remember my grandmother's sister had breast cancer and I don't know how old I was, but it was like after we'd moved back from Japan. So maybe mid seventies. Right. And all that was said about it was she's having female, there's female issues. No one even said uh, the word cancer, talked about breast cancer. Certainly wouldn't say put the two words together. I mean, it was just, they kind of whispered it. You well, know. yeah, it was like very, it wasn't even, right. it was just like so hush-hush, like people are ashamed of right. that. Or if you have, you know, colorectal cancer, I mean, uh, anal cancer, all these right. things where Marsha Cross, you know, was like... Farrah Fawcett. Fair, but, yeah, yeah, but Farrah Fawcett wasn't... She, she wasn't that she kept it secret or whatever, but um, she wasn't doing, I mean, you know, Marsha Cross... It like gave an interview and it's like, I'm grateful every day my sphincter works. You know, she got very candid. You know, I remember Farrah Fawcett went to Germany and was, you know, doing the oxygen stuff. I don't don't know what kind of treatment Mm -hmm. she was doing over there. It was experimental, wasn't it? Experimental and she had the money maybe to do it. So anyway, I just, I like Nina Garcia and I like uh, Project Runway this year. I missed last week's, but it's good. Mm -hmm. It's good. And then Tim Gunn, he was on, um, a podcast called One Way Ticket Show. I think this is going to be the year he comes on the pontoon boat ride with I me. really <laughs> hope he calls you, Julia, really after your you lovely would. night. I'm going to send him another text. At the... Uh, St. Um, Paul Grill. Yeah. Maybe he's forgotten. Maybe he changed his number. <laughs> Maybe he didn't give you the right number. <laughs> Did you ever think about that, that you just texted somebody random? No, because I sent him the picture, and we looked at it. We exchanged the picture of the two of us together. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay, no. well, here's what he was asked about Marie Kondo. About her, you know, TV shows, Sparking Joy. Well, her... Tidying up with Marie Kondo on Netflix. Yeah. And here's what he said. I've been asked twice to conduct an interview with her, and I have twice declined. I'm not a believer. This whole business about Sparking Joy, I mean, I have a huge number of books. Do they all spark joy? uh, My thesaurus does not spark joy. Am I going to get rid of it? No. I absolutely love that he said that because who doesn't love us? Roger's thesaurus. And then he said, I watched three minutes of the first episode and I thought, I can't take this anymore. (laughs) Then another friend said, try it, try it. And I thought, okay, I'll watch one. And he said, it took five sessions to get through that one episode. I can only take so much of her and I learned absolutely nothing. (laughs) No joy was sparked. We'll be back with more Tim Gunn. Barking so much joy. That's right. Lorna Landvik is joining us.
everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Well, one of our absolute favorite people in the world. And I feel like Lorna Landvik, have we known you since we started this radio show? I think so. I, f- I think so. Yes. For Patty Jane's House of Girl? I um, or it would have been a book after that. Joy yeah, I think it would have been one after. Yeah. Yes. It's so incredible that you're on the radio because if you weren't, people would see we just have not changed. I was going to say, we've all. aged backwards. Our, we were trying to be vampire yes. Oh my it's gosh. So fantastic. But your book, your your latest book, how many books, how many books now books have you written? This is my 12th. Your 12th wow. book. Okay. And you've been on a roll lately, it feels like. I hope so. I mean, so. writing them quicker. Yeah, I feel like because we had Blue Moon Blue Lodge about a, Blue a year Moon and a half ago. Two years ago. Best yep. to laugh. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yep. All, right. All right. Your latest book, Chronicles of a Radical Hag with Recipes, mm-hmm. is so mm. funny and so, I really, Julie and I oh. feel like this is your very best book that you've ever written and we've loved every book you've written and this one is just I don't know what it is. We don't Thank want to finish you. it. Two booksellers have told me the same thing that it, I, it's their favorite. So I don't know. You're, how'd you get the inspiration and set yeah. it up? Yeah. Okay. okay. Set the well, book up. Uh, like We're the rest of fans. my books. Mm-hmm. I just love Ben Hill. <laughs> um, Hayes came into my head with her name, Hayes Evans. I know right away. Okay. You're a columnist in a, not a small town. It's kind of like a 20,000 population town. Um, and so, okay, I, she's in my head. And then Susan McGrath, the paper's publisher, comes into my head with her sulky 14-year-old son, Sam. So when these people come into my head, I think, okay, I know a little teeny bit about you. Let's go. And so I start writing. And this isn't a spoiler because it happens right away. But Hayes has been writing for this uh, Granite Creek Gazette for 50 years. She suffers a massive stroke after seeing a local production of Guys and Dolls. <laughs> I've seen local productions yeah. of Guys and Dolls. It's not that far of a <laughs> <laughs> reaction. And so until her hopeful recovery the the publisher decides i'm going to we're going to reprint her old columns because she's so beloved in the community um and let new readers see what she was writing about you know in 1964 right. or 1982 and um sam her son is tasked to help with the um curation of all these um uh, columns because Hayes has kept paper copies as well as all the letters that the readers have written in about mm-hmm. her columns. And she decides to throw in occasional recipes uh, to mollify one of her critics, a one Mr. Joseph Snell, who will say things like this. She's ranting and raving and these are just nothing but the chronicles of a radical hag. And <laughs> I love uh, that. So, yeah. So, I mean, Throwing in that, the, in that there. these these characters pop into your mind, and then the story just keeps unfolding, and the relationships as a result of the newspaper and of Hayes, says personal life, and how everything's intertwined. It is well, it is it's a, delicious. It, yeah, oh, it is delicious, you. and I think it was the um, the critic uh, who reviewed your book, Chronicles of a Radical Hag, for the Star Tribune. She writes, um, the novel is a love letter to journalism, particularly the columnists who report on ordinary lives with simplicity and grace. And I do think that is true because our columnists that do write about these things, and I mean, Kevin Berger will write right, uh, stories right. like uh-huh. that. We had um, 
uh, Gail Rose, Rose yes, Bloom. Yes, Rose yeah. Bloom, Ruben Rosario. Yes. I mean, all these people. And you really do get attached. And yes, they do. Joe Souchere. Yeah. They get, you know, people yelling love at and them hate. and loving them. Yeah, right, right. But, but it does reflect, like, I guess if you were to look at all of those, like, did you ever go back? Was there a columnist that you read? Like, I remember as a kid loving to read the Irma Bombeck oh, always. column. You know, if I always life got is a the- bullet chairs, why am I in the pits? <laughs> right. Right. Yes, I love Irma Bombeck. And I, unfortunately, I was a little slow to the her fan club because uh, I just thought, oh, there's other stuff to read. And then when I finally read her, I thought, wow, she's so she was so witty and so deep writing about her life and then the world at large. Um, and I, I like columnists like Dave Barry. Oh, or yeah. Hi- Carl yes. Hyacin. And, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it, I don't think I could ever write a column like because that, yeah. Yeah, the deadline's two or three mm-hmm, a week. And, mm-hmm. yeah. But what you've done in introducing us to Hayes and all these old s- s- stories, I, I kept thinking the Highland Villager because that's what I kind of grew up with in <sighs> a small town paper, you know, like a villa, you know, a community yep, paper. Yep. And just you're so witty and so dry and so sharp all at the same time and so deep. I mean, what comes out of these columns is something that we're missing, I think, in our world right now is just humanity of everything. That thank you. And I feel that loss too. Like, where is the humanity in this? It's in your book, Chronicles of a Radical (laughs) with recipes. Lorna Lambic is with us. I mean, that's something that I think you do is you touch on just really basic human feelings. Was that was that a? Did you know that? Like, with through with Hayes having written over fifty years, so you know the vietnam war or you know something to do with her love life was that one of the things that you thought uh, this could be a way of exploring i you know i don't know you anything don't know. Do you okay. just go? I start yeah, yeah i really don't and i sound like no know, but, but i love I, that you're just well you're, you didn't have any margaritas yeah i know that that's uh-huh. after the writing uh-huh. after the writing yeah. by the way i i I want all the listeners to know that I did bring some almond crescents for Lori and Julia. They did have one and they, They're they delicious. gave the thumbs up. I made yes. them on. Because I was inspired last weekend between Game of Thrones and this book. And I made the recipe. <laughs> yeah, I made one of the recipes because you have several. And I yes. just think that's so clever. And is this a Swedish recipe or Norwegian or whatever you are? I, you know, I, think I know it's you're kind one of, of Scandinavian. Scandinavian. I've been making them for years. They're and so years. delicious, and yeah. you're you're told to sit down and have it with a cup of coffee mm-hmm. with the neighbor. Yeah, with what I, I mean, the recipe yeah. thing. Have, did you just think that would? Why well, not? When I realized that the, this guy was so offended mm-hmm. by this woman who has opinions, and he would write that you made nasty, up. Yeah, mm-hmm. this man that I made up was so offended <laughs> with this woman's people, article. There are people in every single town, and yep. including Minneapolis and St. Paul, that are your regular letter to the editor writers about a columnist or yes. somebody. They're regulars. Right. Yeah, and and it, it was just Hayes's sort of. I know you don't like me, but here, I'm a woman, so I'm going to share a recipe with you. Mm-hmm. Let's just put down our boxing gloves mm-hmm. and right. put on oven mitts instead. Mm-hmm. And and I was thinking, um, you know, it's kind of a sexist thing that a woman should do this. You know, I don't see mm-hmm. men offering a lot of 
uh, peace offerings. Recipe. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's all. She's just a nice person, and it was kind of a playful thing. Mm-hmm. So, and they're and they're really good recipes. They, I know. Yeah. So I, they're all my family recipes. Yeah. This yeah. this book is just oh. it's it's so so good. So, are you gonna any book signings? Have you already done all your stuff? Are you I've gonna done, be anywhere? Uh, some. I'm. I I'll be at the Prior Lake Library. Um, uh, on the 26th, I think. Yeah, the 25th. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm of April? Do- mm-hmm. Yeah. This month. And okay. I'm, I'll be at the Norway house uh, <laughs> the Tuesday, the 23rd at 7. And then um, in May, I'm doing things through the loft and I've got Wisconsin stuff. And Yeah. yeah. All right. So this would do be, we go to LornaLandvik.com? No, what is, you, what is yeah, your... How do we find you? Your Lorna Land or how... What is it? Uh, it's LornaLandvik.com. Uh, where I list my events, but I do have an author Facebook page, oh, Lorna okay. Landvik author. Okay. And then I post little essays and, um, you know. What I'm, do people always ask you? Um, Are you really that funny? <laughs> Are you really this clever? <laughs> she really is. They ask me um, if my IQ is the same as my weight. No way. <laughs> They're so funny. Is Hayes anyone that you ever knew, though? Did you? Is there anyone she reminded you of? Oh, that is a very good question because I never base characters on mm-hmm. real people. I know my mother certainly had her opinions and my mother was a fantastic baker. Um, but I just, I wanted to write about a person who is happy and involved in this life, but she sees all that there is that affect happiness and and she just wants everybody to get along. Yeah. And so she hopes her words help that. She writes about some very, very personal things. Yes, she does. And um, she's got, there's some tragedy in her life. We go back mm-hmm. uh, in time. Um, so I can't say that I, I modeled her on any living person, but she is more of an ideal. Yeah. Like maybe I would hope that I would have that, that, Humanity. When yeah, I, yeah. When I would I like Reese. I would like Reese Witherspoon to have this be a Reese book and put that sticker of oh, well, her. I would like it's that too. Will you? Good, yeah, I'm gonna. Yes. I'll. We'll tweet Laura's at her. I'll I'll tweet Donnie's at her. already online with the agent. I tweeted at her before. She never responds. I just think keep we're doing always it. giving her book ideas that she should. Jenna Hager Bush now started a book club. Tweeted at her. Okay. We're just gonna include all the new book clubs besides the Lori and Julia book club, which you're gonna hear this interview, and you can always go to my talk1071.com type in keyword book club and you can see all of our books and other what's the last great book you read lorna landick well you know what i did read one of your recommendations when i was here last i just uh read the dakota winners oh yeah did you like it i did like yeah, it yeah that's a good I'm trying to remember that was the one that in the dakota book. building oh, yeah, where yeah, yeah. the dad I, was the i love that book i love that yeah. book it was Wasn't so good? different it was yeah, quirky it was, it was it, i enjoyed it very much so thank you for your recommendations i think your recommendations are fabulous thank, thank you. you yeah because that was really set in a time you know yep. that 19 late 1970s early yep. 80s in the York. talk show yeah. host of the dad who was failing john that, lennon yeah john lennon dakota yeah that was a that was a fun book yeah, yeah. thank you i mm-hmm. i appreciated the recommendation any local author book that you've read list recently that oh, you think man. we should know about oh, uh well i've uh, read julie schumacher's uh the shakespeare requirement uh um how many books do you read a lot are you a big reader lorna in I'm between a big writing reader, but i 
I don't. Ha- I think you guys are faster readers than oh. I am. I do not have the gift of speed. Yeah. Neither do I. Oh well, my mother could read a book a night. So yeah. can Lori. Really? She drives me. She can read a book a day. She went on vacation. I go on vacation in my carry on. My carry on. If I'm going for like eight days, I bring ten books because I can read on the plane. Too. Can you stand that? I love it. I aspire to that. Yeah, but, but then one of the problems about reading that many books is that they really have to be good for you to s- stick out in your mind. Otherwise, they sort of just get lost mm-hmm. in the shuffle of whatever. The best of my 10 books was Daisy Jones and the Six. FYI, I think oh, you'd like that. Oh, I have that. heard of that. You yep. would like that. Yep. I can see you mm-hmm. liking that, Lorna. Yeah. Yeah. Lorna, but yeah. we love... Chronicles of a Radical Hag. We've loved all of your books. Thank but you. This would really, be a great Mother's Day present. Oh, this would be a great be a sister good, present. It would be a very good book uh, club. club pick for the discussions and the things that you could talk about. The contemporary issues you mm-hmm. talk about. And, oh, it's it's lovely. Thank you. We Lorna, both don't want to finish because it's that good. I love coming here. I really do. <laughs> Anytime, anytime you just call Donnie if you have anything that you ever want to come and, and talk happy us. birthday to his daughter. I oh, yes, that's Molly. right. Molly. Yeah. Thank you, Lorna. That's very kind. All right. Listen, when we come back, people, what are we talking about? We're talking about. Oh, we're going to Hollywood speak. We're doing it early today. We're mixing it up. So what are you trying to say? Hollywood. Hollywood speaking. What is the meaning of this? What, All is right, it, what is the meaning of this? Well, we decided that Lorna has to weigh in on some of our Hollywood Yes. Okay, just because you're so <laughs> damn funny and we never know. So you might not know uh, the, All whole, the details. All okay. the details, but I'll fill you in. So Dina Lowen, Lindsay Lowen's mom, has had a relationship for five years online with a man she's never met. Okay? Wow. So then. As one does, you know. Yeah, five as, years. as one does. And uh, then they broke up even though they'd never met. And (laughs) now, uh, here is what Jesse Nadler, the dude, said to Page Six. Me and Dina got back together. Intense love sometimes gets intense. That's a quote. Whoa. Could anyone Hollywood speak this man's poor English? Uh, Me and yous. You, you guys, is this, and now we're going. Um, I mean, she's back with the guy she's never met before, and he bought her an engagement ring. If that isn't a red bell ringy or whatever, a red flag. It's, so is it a cyber wedding ring? <laughs> I mean, uh, no, you print it, print it out on a plastic printer. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Gushing over the woman he's never met in real life, Jesse said, Dean is in my blood and in my heart, even when I was mad at her all weekend. I had this equal feeling at the same time. I just can't stay mad at her. I never loved anyone till I found Dina. She needs to run a thousand miles in that, the other direction. That's a book idea, though, for you. Oh, my gosh. I would like to read some of their correspondence. Oh, yeah. wouldn't that be something? To be the in way- love with someone you've never met in person is weird. It, that's your for next a book grown idea. Up woman who's in her 50s, he's yes. in his 50s. This is strange. Well, it, when he says intense, maybe he means that their love should be intense, you know, <laughs> like at a campsite where they can just yeah. goof I, off. I think this guy's a, a, a whack job con man. Really? Five Lorraine. years, though. She should have been able to figure that out. Like, I know. Year I, one. I think this explains a lot about Lindsay Lowen. Her, I agree. Yeah. 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 All right. 
Here's another one for you. We got a book idea of that one. Thank you. Okay, good. All right. Catfishing 101. Bob Dylan. (laughs) This is perfect. So Bob Dylan is doing a show in Vienna, Austria. And you know, have you ever seen him, Lorna? In concert? No. He doesn't talk. Doesn't he talk? No, he does. There's no pitter patter with the audience, right? Sometimes he just turns his back. Yes. Like Paolo Nutuni. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, Paolo, the new shoes guy. New shoes. He just looked at his feet the whole time. But he's done this for years. So I guess um, he has a no photo rule, you know, and a lot of, you'll see people people doing that. Here's what he said Take pictures or don't take pictures. We can either play or we can pose. Okay. I mean, I think that's as mad as Bob Dylan ever is going to get. Is, that sounds pretty mad to me, but I like that. I do too. Yeah, because yeah, you know, you'll see pictures that somebody took of you, you know, <laughs> online, and, and you know, you just think, when is that shared experience going to happen? That's not, you know. Sh- just that's just between the two of us. That's or my the next book idea. But yeah. that, now you're coming one. up. Joey's right. doing nothing about book idea. No, what do I say, Laurie? When I see someone walking at okay. me with their head down on the phone, I say, "Look up." It's the first time Dylan has spoken to the crowd in in a couple years. Audiences used to only hear his speaking voice when he introduced the band, but two years ago he stopped even introducing the band. That's hysterical. He doesn't say he's, anything at all. He's saving his his breath <laughs> for when he needs for to when sing. he's gravel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So no stage patter. patter for no, Bob. he doesn't wow. need. To, here's the Hollywood no. speak. He's too cool for school. I guess he doesn't need to speak. But when you, I agree. Enjoy the moment. People. I always yes. love it when somebody scolds people at concerts. Mm-hmm. Not that anybody pays any attention. I bet that person kept clicking away. Yeah, and some comics they will take the oh, phone. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. and that's such a good idea. I that think. is because yeah. they that would don't have been want a good idea for a lot of people. Yeah, because they have those bags. You know, yeah. sometimes where they have you put it in. Okay, uh, Carl's Jr. is coming out with a CDB burger on is that for mean April twentieth. Yeah, for, for April twentieth. I say yeah. Uh, <laughs> I say I hope it's I hope it's good. See what does it stand for? It's, it's pot, know, marijuana burger. Yeah. Oh, I was in California. Like, Carl's Juniors is based in California, yeah. so gotcha. everyone can get high with a weed burger. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You know what? Here's what's happening with that CBD. Everybody is just saying they've got CBD and it's not regulated, so you could be paying a inflated prices for stuff that doesn't even have any cannabinoid. Uh, so stuff. if you're so basically what your Hollywood speak on what Lori just said is if you're going to buy CBD oil, go to Colorado, Washington State, California, go Michigan, <laughs> uh, Boston, some Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, my sister bought some um, CBD oil without the THC. She lives in Washington, but she didn't buy it without the THC. It was the. It was the real thing. So she, and she's in. She's does payroll, and it was payroll day. She told me this, Ooh, and did it's a just get a raise. It's is a drop. A it's a tincture, uh-huh. and it was a drop. And then she, she couldn't stop laughing. And then there, she never eats. And then there were munchies, and she she said uh, for two hours, all I did was have munchies. And every time I looked at my payroll, I was supposed to. Do, I just laughed and laughed because I didn't know what I was doing. How are you supposed to get paid? We don't have this money. Yeah. So be very careful with right. your CBD. Wow. Oh my word. But that's a pretty good uh, promo. It is a good promo. Because 420, April 20th is always... Do you know what that is? Um, Let's just say I do. Yeah, okay, okay, good. Let's just say okay. (laughs) All right. Wink, wink. Jeez, Louise. Here's one more thing we could Hollywood speak. Uh, Sources say now that Friends, 
believe that Operation Varsity Blue, you know, the college cheating scandal, yes. Yes. Rich, mm-hmm. uh, was Massimo's fault, not Lori Laughlin's. That's her this husband. Is, uh, this is a, a pivotal turn in the story, people. Is she marching to a divorce lawyer? Why? Why would they be okay with this story getting out there? I don't know, but aren't there emails that sort of point the finger at her? Both of them. them. They are both. Here's the quote. A close source to Lori told Us Weekly, everyone feels bad for her. They think the situation was something concocted by her husband. This on the same week that she's got the cover story in People magazine. I don't know if it's her publicity people trying to kind of play two different storylines. Oh, it's but interesting. The, right, it's right, a pivot. The shade to get out, get some exposure. First of all, he put the shade on him as well. Uh, yeah. And why wasn't is. his face, the face of it? Gosh, they made a mockery out of her. This is our third storybook idea, Lorna. Oh, yeah. wow. We um, are set oh, to okay. Operation Varsity no, Blues. It's called <laughs> bad acting comma by Lori Laughlin. <laughs> <laughs> so those are your three for today. Thank uh, you. <laughs> oh my God. I, I, I just wonder if she's in prepping straight for a divorce. Like this could break up a couple. Oh, it, well, I worry about Felicity Huffman and Bill Macy. Bill Macy, too. I know it. I, know. I think though that she, I think she went behind his back. I think they talked about it and, yeah, she, she had. Would this be implicated. a breakup? I mean, think of if your husband did this. Yes, and then your face is his face is plastered everywhere. Oh well, I feel so sorry for the kids. Yeah, you know, yeah especially yeah. if they That's didn't been know. My right. Thing. Yeah, uh, but you she know, could beg his forgiveness or whatever. Fifteen thousand dollars to the, the two of them maybe isn't that much, you know, or whatever. It's not five hundred thousand. It's not five hundred thousand, sure. no. but I just wondered if she was really in the doghouse because they talked about it and maybe they he agreed said, they weren't going to do not. it. And then she just and did she it. agreed with them, and then she broke down because she wanted to have her daughter's dream come true or something. <gasps> Let the daughter do the work to get the dream. You know Thanks exactly. You, Lorna yeah. That wow. is Lorna Landvik speaking the truth. The right book there. is Chronicles oh. of Radical oh. Hate. Have we given away the books, Donnie? Uh, yes. People yes, already did. called. All right, already there know. we go. All right. So great to see go you, Lorna. Thank you so much. We'll